Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO cast. I'm Chris here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We were off for a week. I was out of town, so we just decided we we're going to take a break. I was back the next day, but hey, we need vacations too. And it was Memorial Day weekend that weekend, so we were starting the weekend early. But we are back. I'm going to try and edit and post this early for you guys um, to start off uh, June correctly with an episode. Um, as Tim noted me, there's it's like 700 different things that it is next month. It's um, uh, Pride Month. It is... Uh, was it? Would you say it was uh, um, African American Music History Month? And then it was Asian and Pacific Islander Month as well. So, um, well, that's what we're in currently, right now. Uh, okay, so today May. was the last yeah, day of May. that. Yeah, okay, May was that. I, I keep getting the notification, and I can't tell if it's for starting next if month. Or not, so. it, yeah. So, uh, but uh, we're starting those. So, um, most of we probably won't have nothing quite yet, but do look for merch at least for the pride stuff. If you uh, want some of that, there's probably going to expand everything they do at the parks. You know, we talk a lot about Disney stuff, so um. But the big news that kind of came out that um, we knew it was happening, this is weird. So I don't understand truly how the um, streaming stuff works, like the rights. Because um, so the show Willow um, got, you know, the one seed one and done. That was it. And so Disney Plus and Hulu are pulling dozens of titles, most notably Disney Plus pulled Willow and the World According to Jeff Goldblum, which the World According to Jeff Goldblum was one of the um, very, very first um, shows on there. Even before The Mandalorian, it was a day one drop. Um, we, Tim and I know people who are on video. My legs are in the video for the, uh, the show, and my father-in-law is full-heartedly in camera and it was shared to me by Tim saying, look, your father-in-law is famous. Um, Jeff Goldblum did come to our fair um, to watch our Destruction Derby. Uh, but uh, I, I'm assuming the way this works is they probably have to pay a certain amount of money to keep the programs on the service. So by cutting those, they're cutting costs. Um, people may get angry, but it's kind of like, you know, the same outrage people had with, oh. Friends is leaving, and everyone started panicking. I'm like, well, if they knew they could keep it, or, you know, that one doesn't really count, because Peacock and all these other ones were starting. But now, if you already have a streaming service, you didn't have a show, and you're, you're no one's going to be like, I want that show back. We made that show, I want it back. They're going to be like, you know, if it's popular, we're going to keep it. And I think that's the problem, is, is that... It's it's not being kept. So, you know, I don't really know what to do because, I mean, I do enjoy everything on Disney Plus and I am paid through for the year. But now I'm almost at the point where I'm like, I need to just need to wait to see what they're going to actually have on there. Right, exactly. I mean, and at the bare minimum, it's taking up space on their server somewhere. Um and they see the numbers and if it's nobody's really watching it um then why really keep it you know they could archive it or bring it back later or you could find it somewhere else and like you said that 
that Jeff Goldblum one was a drop. And I think that was, was it all episodes at once when it first dropped or did they, um, no, I I believe, I believe, I believe it was all at once. I think it was all at once because really the only one that I wanted to watch was the one, like you said, with with the with the fair um, on it. It was only like four episodes. Yeah, it wasn't that. So and that I know much. that I know that the I believe the world according to Jeff Goldblum and there was a handful of others that were immediate day one drops. They had everything out there. Um, yep. Yeah. The imaginary was, story was one of them. Yes. And I think people were confused too because when it first dropped, it was kind of, um, it was weird because people were like, "We don't know what to expect," and right. like, "Is this going to be the normal way they do it?" Um, oh, there's National Geographic because a lot of people don't know that they own National Geographic. You yep. know why is you know why is Gordon Ramsay on on my recommended list? I will say that Disney Plus has one of the worst user interfaces I've ever seen. Um, because when you want to keep watching something, it's almost impossible to find it. They don't have your viewing list. Whereas, like, with... Um, Netflix. Yeah. Not just Netflix, but with also with, like... Um, Amazon. Uh, Peacock. So, let's say, for instance, I'm watching Peacock. And I'm watching the extended cut of The Office. The extended cuts only go through season six. So... If I feel like I want to watch the last three seasons, I have to go to the other thing. Well, what's cool is, is if I watch both of them and I alternate every other night going through them, it'll show both of them on there where I left off. It's not one of those things where it's like, oh, just resume this one. This is the last show you're watching. This tough, is the last one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's the problem with Disney Plus is how many times, like people, if you don't know this, a lot of people like, you know, I watch all the... Uh, credits on most Star Wars stuff and Marvel stuff to see if there's anything on the end. If you do not watch all the way through and you stop as soon as the credits start, you will not be able to go to the next episode. You will have to click back on that old episode and then forward on. So yep. maybe with this cleaning up of stuff, they're going to try and optimize Disney Plus because I know that they do blame Bob Chappick for everything. And maybe, you know, old Bob is going to be like, hey, look, you know, we're going to fix this. But We'll see. They're pulling a lot of stuff. And if you go through the list, it's shocking at how much original content is being removed. It's a lot. It's almost it's almost exclusively original content. So Right. Well, and what? It's been what is it? Uh, you know, November of twenty nineteen is when it came out. Yeah, it's gonna be four years this year. So it's going to be four years. So what we're at three and a half years right now. So that, yeah. you know, original content, I mean, that's starting to get old. And if you haven't watched it by now, you're not going to watch it. You know, the only reason you would watch it is if something came out that was in addition that tied in, not necessarily tied into, but like people, when the new man, little comes out, they may go and rewatch the old one, you know, the, the, the full season or just the last couple episodes of, of it. Um, you know, same thing. If something else comes out, it's like, Ooh, Hey, whether it's an add on to it or, uh, or a separate, but is maybe a spinoff of this or whatever it is, they'll go back and watch that. It's like, Oh, Hey, yeah, I forgot about this or yeah, that one was really good, um, on it, but <sighs> They're only doing that because 
of something new that's coming out. It's not like, right. oh, I haven't seen this in a long time. Let's go watch exactly. that. It's one of those things is I've watched it once. I'm kind of, you know, done. Which I, I, done we, I went, I've always wondered why um, why Disney Plus hasn't tried also the tactic that Netflix does where, I don't know if you've noticed on Netflix, if you're like, if a show pops up and it could be new, it could be like a couple months old and it'll say, oh, um, is it cake has been renewed for a second season? Like, it's kind of cool. Like, oh, hey, you know mm-hmm. what? I can actually yeah. watch this now knowing that it, so Disney Plus doesn't do any of that. They literally, it's no. almost like they wait to the last minute. Um, I get with the Star Wars content why they do that. It makes sense because a lot of it, you know. Well, and is, I mean, yeah, there's some stuff that it makes sense and there's others where it it doesn't. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you like you said, like with the Star Wars and and whatnot, but but yeah, like you yeah. said, there's some stuff where it's just like, why, why? So maybe maybe they'll make some adjustments. We never know because, like I said, sometimes, especially like with the Simpsons content, we've gotten some random shorts out of nowhere that you know may seem small to some people, but you got to remember, animation doesn't is not it's not like the Sims like a super simple thing. So they they're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Um, one thing that I wasn't expecting to hear about was this. So how do you pronounce her first name? Your wife has the simile. Alani. Um, uh, so it's Al- it is Alani, even though Al- there's no N in it. All, 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 uh, I think it's, I can't, I can't. There is an N in it, Al- I thought. Alali. Carvalho. So she was the voice of, Moana in the live action remake and she has said that she is not returning and I don't think it's her choice I think they didn't ask her to come back but the way that she handled it was so professional like I was like honestly like taken aback at how she said like she goes my turn's over and it's somebody else's turn now to to carry on the um, the Moana name and I was like that's nicer than I ever would have been about it, especially right. losing a job, you know. Yeah, well, I think she's made a couple bucks off of it, too. Plus, she gets the um, the credits for the singing credits as well on that. But like you said, I mean, to start in the live action since The Rock is starring in it. We're um, not sure about that yet. Uh, but on... Uh, I mean, the other thing is, is she's not as young as she was when she did the animated series. You know, that True. was in in 2016. She's 22 now. So, you know, you could do the math. I'm not, I'm not going to do it um, <clears throat> on that. So and um, she's. How do I put this? kind of changed her appearance. I mean, obviously she's more grown up now. Um, has changed her appearance from what she was, you know, when you saw her on the red carpets and doing all the, um, you know, publicity for Moana to now. Like, I wouldn't, when I saw him, like, who is that? Um, and I follow her on Instagram or whatnot um, from Moana. Wait, so she looks that much different? <laughs> I wouldn't. I would not have been able to recognize her. 
Well, I do um, think that they kind of they aged her down image wise when they um did that. You know what I mean? They like right, which is know. I mean even more so kind of a reasoning for her not to play. You know, they aged her down from what she um actually was. I mean, her actual age, and then now she's even older uh, on it. So, yeah. And like she said, you know, maybe she doesn't want to do that anymore or go on. Um, oh, I did not know this. She publicly came out in April 2020 as bisexual. Did not know that. Uh, I mean, the um, COVID probably covered that up a little bit. Right. Yeah, it was April 2020. Um, and then she's with us to Columbia university and she's planning major in environmental science. So, um, I mean, shoot, she got accepted in 2021. So she's in the middle of college right now. Um, yeah. So, you know, and she might be doing some voiceover stuff to cover it kind of thing. So, right. <clears throat> right. Exactly. So, but, but I mean, like I'm said, not, I mean, I'm not it shocked. was how, how she did it was, um, was class act. So now, you know, now it's who's going to who's going to play that part. Yeah. So and um, and how does Disney cast for that part? You you know, well, they they already are getting they're already getting flack for the Lilo and Stitch one. And I think that one's even more difficult Moana is more difficult because they're almost tribe-like people. Like yep. uh, most most of the characters in Lilo and Stitch are aliens, so you right. have like three characters who, yeah, uh, don't miss you know cast that. Right. But, you know, exactly. my only hope, my only hope for the Moana live action is that Tamar Merson plays her father in it because that'd be amazing. I think it'd be because. Because I've heard he sang part of it, so... Um, right. Well, I mean, who knows? He is, later on, he is, you know, getting cast, so... We'll see what happens. Um, well, that's not 100%. We'll just bring it up now. So, tomorrow Morrison has been rumored to join the ah- Ahsoka as Clone Wars Captain Rex, which would make sense, and... One thing that made me think about it was in the cartoons, he has a full on beard in Rebels. He has a big old white beard and it's supposed to go along the lines of Return of the Jedi. The rebel that has a big white beard in the movie, they basically retconned it to be that's Captain Rex fighting with them. Um, And he had a big beard in Obi-Wan Kenobi. He was, you know, spoiler alert, he was a clone trooper that was down on his luck begging for money, and he had a big old beard. So, I know he can pull it off, seeing him in that, but we'll see. You know, fingers crossed it's true. Um, well, everything our... that I see is, it says that he's on it, Will Petroy. It says no rumors, no nothing. Everything was five, I've seen six a couple, days ago. I've seen a couple that were like, it's it's being mentioned but it's not a hundred percent. And I don't know why some people have been backtracking. I don't know. Cause like you said, I saw a bunch of them that said, a bunch of them said there wasn't rumors. And then I saw like three or four that said it was rumors. And I was like, this is getting confusing. 
And right. I mean, but we we know almost for a fact every single time that somebody's been like, you know, who'd be great in this movie? This person. What ends up happening? You know what I mean? They end up being cast in the role. It almost happens almost every single time. Um, this one makes me sad. Um, the upcoming Marvel Thunderbolts film has halted production amid the writer's strike. Now, for those that don't know, um, the SAG, Screen Actors Guild, has actually um, approved um, going on strike. So they as well um, are in support of this, so they are not crossing the line. So it's not an official strike for them. They've just been approved to um, not cross the line. So basically, that's why most stuff is stopping. Um, But we'll see. Uh, ironically enough, you know, this one is is a positive, you know, uh, Mulan and the Book of Boba Fett star uh, Ming-Na Wen, who is, she appears to be 20 years younger than what she actually is. Because she's in her 60s, isn't she? Uh, I'm pretty sure she's in her 60s. You know, is she or is, no, you are extremely close, 59. She's 59. She looks like yeah. she's in her 40s. Um, no, exactly. She got her... She got her a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, you know, most people know her from like that Agents of Shield. She was also on Agents of Shield as well. Uh, yep, most people now know her as fighter. most of her. Most of them know her as uh, Fennec Shand from Book of Boba Fett. Uh, we <clears> grew <throat> up with her as Mulan from the Mulan cartoon. So, um, we did get a couple things. Um, this one, another one, I'll bring up. Just kind of side note. So Johnny Depp held back tears as his comeback movie Gian Dubari uh, receives the seven minute standing ovation at the Cannes Film, Fe- Cannes Film, Fe- Film Festival. If you can listen to that, um, which is kind of cool to see. And as well, there was a standing ovation for the new uh, Indiana Jones as well. Now, the Indiana Jones one, I'm getting a lot of negative reviews, like a lot of negative reviews. But it's all critics and you know how Tim and I feel about the critics. So um, when these do come out, I will be watching them. Um, I still haven't watched Guardians of the Galaxy, but Mr. Stranger has watched it three times now. So he's watched mm-hmm. it enough for me and Tim combined. Um, so I'm okay with it. Right. No, exactly. <clears throat> and this one, it looks like a, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, Cause Johnny Depp plays. It's like a, uh, Oh, a, time piece like back in the day like marianne Antoinette type uh yes uh, yes it's a period on it so yeah <clears throat> it'll be uh be interesting because i think he could play those parts really well you know ironically sweeney todd it's one of right. them man he's great on that um right, there you go so we'll see um this one we've been waiting for forever so after t- another 10-year hiatus so Fut- futurama is coming to hulu in july it was on the air for what? I think it was like four seasons. And then um, left. Yeah, it was it was weird how it left and kind of came back and then left again. Well, the thing was for that was is like people don't know. So Family Guy aired for two seasons and then got canceled. And mm-hmm. then it did so good on Cartoon Network after hours. They brought it back. Mm-hmm. And I believe Futurama has kind of constantly aired on comedy central for i mean i don't even know how long 
So it's only 150 episodes. It started in 1999. Yeah, it was seven so, seasons. Oh, so it did go seven. Okay, so if you look, it was no, it was it only went five the first run. Oh well, it says Futurama in general is seven seasons, so, so it went episodes. Well, so but here's the thing: so they did they did the old Fox thingy where it aired eight, nine episodes for the first season in '99, and then it came back after the break for its second season, which was for twenty episodes. And then it kept doing that break. So it considered first half of the year, second half of the year as, oh, no, it was normal. It was normal. It went to normal off the third season. So it ran consecutively from 99 to 2002, 2003. It stopped airing in August of 10th, 2003. And then it came back March 23rd, 2008. And... Yeah. It went into this was this is what's weird. So it it read to August 30th, 2009, and then didn't come back till June 24th, 2010. And I think they went on that schedule for a couple of seasons. So ended in November, came back in June 2011, ended in September, came back in June 2012, ended in August. And then 2013, it ended September 2013, and now it's back. It's 10 episodes. And um, this one was big because when we first heard the news about this, John DiMaggio was not on to play uh, Bender. And people were like, what? And here's the thing, though. He was holding out. It wasn't like he was being Mr. Good Guy even though I love him, he needed to hold out because what he flat out said was if he didn't hold out, that means that people are going to pay other people less and pay him less. So it was, it worked out in the end for everybody, but I'm excited. I love Futurama. It's so much fun. Um, it has that Simpsons, Simpsons feel, but also, you know, it's, it's different. So I'm very happy with that. Right. Uh, yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see how, they continue it exactly. Hopefully, so, I mean, the, Beavis and Butthead's been doing great. Apparently, Beavis and Butthead, I guess, has been doing phenomenal. Well, I, I mean, that's that's good, especially with this one. Like you said, it has that Simpson X esque feel. I mean, with it being the same creator that did the Simpsons um, on it. So hopefully, uh, you know, I, I, you know, honesty, I'm sure it's going to be fine, especially with having the same uh, voice actors coming back. Uh-huh, which one of my favorites is, um, what's her face? Peg Bundy, my oh. favorite. Oh, playing Lila. She's the only, she's the only one. Lila. You look at the cast of characters in the lineup, especially the main characters. It's got, like, you know, Billy West plays a whole bunch of them. Phil Lamar, like you said, John DiMaggio. <laughs> and then it's got Katie Seagal. Lila. Lila. That's it. <laughs> I didn't realize the dude that played Michael Bolton in Office Space is actually in there too. He's the voice of Scruffy, which is Fry's dog. And he's also the mayor. So that yeah. was cool. That's funny. Um, we just did. We just today got the third and supposedly final wave of Disney layoffs. Um, estimating uh, estimates rising from seven hundred to twenty five hundred employees. 
Now, here's the thing. We've talked about this before, but some of the layoffs, I think, are restructuring layoffs. So while the number is maybe 2,500 employees total, I would say 500 of them probably get their jobs back in a different capacity, different division. It's not like they're not going to have their job. It's just a formality. But still, 2,000 people, that's a lot of people, especially when you, none of them were in the parks. No parks. Right. It's, yeah, it was all like management, upper management um, on that, which I think is, I mean, would be the only way for you to get the biggest bang for your buck to cut the, well, what do you say, like $5 billion or whatever it was, that crazy number um, on that. And like you said, it was restructuring. They did away with this division, did away with you know, with this whole division um, over here and, you know, like you said, restructured it. So it's like, okay, if we're doing away with it, we're not going to need these higher ups folded into here, you know, however we're going to do it. And, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. There you go. Uh-huh. So it's supposedly it. We don't know. Um, honestly. I mean, time will tell. Time will tell. So, um, if they do say anything else, I'm sure they will. Weirdly enough, they're very, um, they're not, they're very open about when they're going to lay people off. Like, they're not one of those ones where it's like, oh my gosh, from the top rope, all of a sudden they're laying all the people off. You know what I mean? Right. You get a letter in your mailbox and it's blindside and you're blindsided by it. Yeah. So yeah, nugs exactly. And the nice thing is, is what I appreciate is they kind of did it higher up in management. And obviously they knew that going into it where it wasn't anything um, that was employees at the park or anything like that. Um, so they were safe because you could almost consider that <clears throat> low hanging fruit because you could <clears throat> get rid of them and you still have a line of 20 people deep for every single person because People want to work for Disney. So exactly. I'm glad that they didn't go that route. Um, but it seemed like it was they had the plan already and was like, oh, my gosh, how are they going to do it? And they're like, no, watch, watch this, you know, hold my beer, watch this. Yeah. So we will see um, if they do have any more announcements, but I doubt it. Um, and the last thing, which is kind of positive in the, the general pile um, Brightline West envisions opening its high-speed rail in between Las Vegas and Southern California by the time the 2028 Olympic Games in Los Angeles begin. We've heard this before. Tim and I were probably 20 years old when they started the uh, hmm. high-speed rail from our area down to Southern California. And they right, just... going to connect San Francisco to L.A. L.A. And then it changed... Ten years ago, I think it was, where it's just changes connect, all the time. Just connect Merced to um, L.A. Big, and they were going to have a field. different rail line go from San Francisco to Tracy or something like that. It's I can't all, remember. <clears throat> yeah, there's so much it, stuff. But and, I don't know how they're going to do it. Five five years. It's been twenty almost, and they just finished. The one bridge section which, over 99, which I found out. Do you know why they did it that way? I found out 
that's going to be supposedly the depot where they put the repair yeah. cars and stuff. That's why I didn't know they start with that. That's the first thing they do. Yeah, that's going to be so. the main big station there out of Fresno. Uh, that's why they did that that bridge. Plus, it's I think the only time it crosses over Highway 99 on that Merced to Bakersfield route. But <clears throat> it's the difference between state run and private run. And we've already seen Brightline East, which is the one that is going from basically all across Florida and is housed uh, out of the Orlando airport. And that was the one that was going to have a, a stop there at Disney Springs, but then it's not. But I think it's going to, you know, it's going to have a stop nearby. And then obviously Disney will have buses or they'll find some way to get you to Disney. There's they're not going to miss an opportunity to get you there. Um, on that <clears throat> and that thing took off you know i mean it took off quick you know they were already building it had track laid and they still didn't have a couple um right that they were working on um to cross some culverts or canals or whatever it is and it was just you know paperwork that needed to happen Here, here's so, the one problem huh. with with that bright line that could throw a hiccup in the one out here. Talk to Connor. State to state. Connor, no. two states. No. Connor lives by Orlando. And do you know how much it costs to park to use that train? I don't. He said can, it's I, cheaper. I mean, he said it'd be cheaper to fly with where that goes than it would be to, to park your car for that, that rail. He said right. it's something crazy. It's like $40 a day or something. It's insane what it is, he said. Right. And, I mean, I could see that. I mean, okay, <laughs> well, then if that's 40 bucks a day for that, and we saw how um, the timeline on that and how quickly they got it built. Well, granted, ours is state-run, and it's going to be probably 40 years. Hopefully my son, if not grandson, gets to actually use it, but it's going to be state fund, so it's probably going to be extremely cheap to do it because um you know tax dollars are gonna are gonna pay for it or they'll just keep bumping up the budget like they've done you know five six times and no yes the voters did vote on it and approved it for the budget that was prepared and i think now they're 700 percent over it so i'd love to be uh you know that guy that did did the budget because i think if you go to any any company probably out private maybe not state and came up with a budget and then you go let alone a hundred percent over uh, yeah. i think you would have been asked to leave the company you're but, failing at life my friend right exactly but we'll see you know how this one goes i mean you know they got the the mega bus or you know some buses or whatnot that go back and forth there so now to have a a high-speed rail line and I think it's only going to have just a handful of stops, so it could go uh, go fairly quick, unlike our state-run one, where it's going to have seven stops and like 200 miles. Um, but yeah, like I said, at the end of the day, it, it's going to cut the travel time in half. So instead of a four to five hour drive, it's going to be two, two and a half hour ride. But then again, you know, if it's going to cost you 40 bucks a day or something like that. Yeah. Is it is it going is it going to be worth it? And at the end of the day, that's 
always what it's going to be. What's the price of it? Hey, you could get this built, but if nobody's going to write it because it costs too much, then you're just going to have a historic landmark. I have a feeling they'll. I have a feeling um, they'll do. Um, they'll do better than the one on the East Coast. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully they learn, and especially with it being the same company, they learn and go from there. We'll see. Um, uh, last two things we have: two people passed away. One was kind of a shock. Um, Ray Stevenson of Thor Vikings and the upcoming Ahsoka show um, has passed away at uh, fifty-eight years old. I haven't seen anything yet about what happened. Um, they haven't released anything. I don't know if he had already been sick or anything like that, but. Um, you know, that was really sad. And then um, Tina Turner passed away at the age of 83. Um, and she was one of those ones that I was like, she's alive, right? She's she's alive. You right. know, and, you know, I learned about her from the good old, um, was it Welcome to, so it was a Mad Max, Welcome to the Thunderdome. <clears throat> That's right. why everyone, you know, she became really famous for a couple, you know, obviously her music. But me as a kid watching Mad Max was like my favorite thing. Right. Yeah. So, Nugs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a it's a sad thing for us, um, especially when, you know. You know, like Ray Stevenson, I mean, 58 years old, you know, my dad's older than that, and he looks he didn't look the greatest, like he looked healthy ish, but he he looked different in like some behind the scenes photos that I saw. But, you know, RIP to those those two people, but, you know, both legends in their own right. So right. Um, we're going to move on to the gaming pile. A um, couple of things. Uh, so we got a 100% completion, no damage in Zelda Breath of the Wild after more than six months and 100 game resets. Um, that was the new thing. There was one guy that was doing all games from one studio and he would do no damage and he'd have to beat each game um so i thought that's pretty cool especially because breath of the wild was like as a day one that, that's that is actually a day one nintendo switch game right and it was yeah. and it's a hundred percent completion it's not that just he completed it i mean it's a hundred percent so all side quests all everything yep um that he did with no damage oh yeah exactly especially fighting bosses and everything like that i mean well and you gotta different. think some of these some of these games now make it to where if you complete the main quest too fast you miss on some of the side quest stuff exactly yep yep exactly so, i think that's why a lot of people end up playing through a game like four or five times because they'll miss certain things and <clears throat> yep exactly and they want that oh well it, yeah they'll they'll miss it and then they want that 100 percent completion on it um so yeah i mean good for him that would be i mean i'm all for it to get 100 percent completion is cool but no damage yeah no thank you so i want to know how many times did he get to the final guy and then got knocked got hit once got a restart yeah i mean that's gonna be one of the ones where i would want to go back and see it but congratulations to that person um at the PlayStation Showcase, 
Sony has announced true wireless earbuds for gaming. They did they did a lot of stuff. Uh, they did that and they announced a new handheld device to compete with Steam Deck, but they're too far behind. The problem is, is it's not going to be. It's going to be a newer version of, um, of a a handheld, a PlayStation Vita, whatever. It's not right. going to be a computer like a Steam Deck is. Legitimately, there's a new emulator that just dropped that basically is going to let you get next gen games on your Steam Deck. So, I don't think that they're all, they're at that quite at that level. So, while I, hey, good for them. They're not going to compete. Um, my favorite was is the bunch of the guys in the Discord on ConCon's Cantina were talking about like, oh, you know, the gaming ed- earbuds. Look, you know, while the wireless, the ones I'm wearing right now are wireless, these are the best ones that I've found so far. I've had like five or six, and they some of them just don't sound good. And you right. can't, it's just, it's, it is what it is. So, um, you know, fingers crossed they are great, but we don't know. Um, Hogwarts Legacy is going to have a free down, download and new DLC event has been officially announced. Announced um, It is all going to be free. That was the big thing when they first did all this stuff. They said that they will not charge for DLC. That's why they delayed it, because they wanted to make sure you had a full game. So there you go. Um, and then Tim's most excited for Disney Speedstorm's Toy Story inspired season two is launching on June 13th with Woody, Buzz Lightyear, Jesse, and Bo Peep racers on the perfect combat racing playing ground of Andy's room. Um, and those who don't know, the current room and characters are Monsters Inc., and you're on the scare floor. Um, so I am hoping they may introduce some alternative levels similar to the ones they have for um, Mickey's general one. So you have the black and white one and a couple other ones. But um, uh, it does look pretty awesome. The characters look a little weird from the pictures. They look a little... Because these are the first ones that they're doing that are like CGI-esque kind of anim- characters. So we'll see how it right. goes. And they also oh. did um, inter- uh, announce, and I forgot that was came out today, um, earlier for the Disney 100, or not Disney 100, but just um, Steamboat Willie and um, Steamboat Pete. For the Speedstorm? For Disney Speedstorm, yep. Awesome. So um, that'll be nice. And I will say, I've been playing um, Jedi Survivor. Uh, it's a very addicting game. I was I played till one o'clock in the morning. I was just like on it because there's so much you can do. When and what what I love about the game, you know, is you start the game basically right off. Like you have the abilities that you learn from the first game. You're not relearning them. You're not retrying to use them. But you do get new abilities. And one thing I hate about these games is when you get a new ability. And you remember that you saw things that you can use that ability with before you spend an hour running in the desert trying to find the stupid thing that you saw that you could now jump on because you have the ability to jump on it now. So um, I am a completionist when it comes to that. And that's usually why I end up quitting playing the game before it's finished. Because 
I am just like, you know, I can't ride these little camel things for so long and it gets exhausting, but um, do play it. It's fun. I wish they had like a co-op mode. That'd be kind of cool because they do have like co-op scenarios, but uh, we'll see what they do. I'm pretty sure they're going to have another one and I'll, uh, I'll tell Tim afterwards um, one cool thing they did to make stuff make more sense, which I thought was pretty cool. Remind me, Tim. Um, okay. After the podcast, uh, in other park news, Universal Orlando Resort reported two medical incidents in quarter one of 2023, which is weird um, to you know only have that many because you know I'm pretty sure Disney with the fights alone has at least two or three a month. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, Universal Orlando Security are testing new Extract One metal detectors. Which is just like the, I think it's just a different name for them, but the ones that you walk through and you don't need to take your bag off or anything like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I asked once when I was at the airport in Dallas, I'm like, look, um, I got my wedding rings and stuff, my wedding ring, I got this other ring. I go, is it really going to make? And they're like, no, it's not It's not big enough. And even right. what was kind of cool at Disneyland when I went in January the guy even scanned my stuff. I asked him, there was nobody in line. I'm like, can you swipe my stuff and see if it goes off? I go, I don't want to be taking this stuff off all the time. It's a pain in my butt. Right. right. But, um, and then we had Transformers display have debuted in CityWalk at Universal Studios Hollywood for the new um, Transformers Beast Wars movie that's coming out. So, yeah. Um, whoa. We have so much stuff at Disney Parks pile. So it is rapid fire. This is what sucks. So so live action aerial character meet and greet has started May 26th at Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World. They are still having both aerials. And someone showed yep. it. They had, um, it was like uh, animated aerial and then there was a uh, live like action, action aerial. So yeah. I like the way they're doing that. <laughs> She looks really good. Great character design. Um, I like it. I'm happy with it. And a, a um, good backdrop as well for the live action. The live action yes. one is um, out in front of uh, Small World. Across the way there, they got the little stage raised area where uh, Merida from Brave used to be at. Yep. And the animated one is back in where they where you meet the uh, princesses. Other princesses. At. Which yep. I, was, I was yelled at by a photographer there. I don't know if I told the story. Well, yeah, well, you weren't supposed to touch, and that's why. No. What happened was, is we had gone the month before for my birthday, and we were back, and I had my camelback on me, and my button was inside the pouch. And what the the person did, the photographer told Cinderella, oh, it's uh, it's his birthday. And I was like, oh, no, that's an old button. And she just looks at me. She's like, oh, apparently I was told a lie. And the photographer looks at me and just goes, Thanks a lot, and I was just like, wow. <laughs> and, you, and you got, and you only wow. got one, one, one picture, and he put his finger over the camera. Man, it wasn't <laughs> nice. Um, uh, but the, the, I do like if you haven't experienced it. There's a lot of photo ops, and I'm glad they're doing them back to where they were. And it's a perfect spot for Ariel in that spot. Actually, I think it'd be more perfect if it was outside Ariel's grotto. But I do see the confusing part for kids where it's the animated ride. And this kind of separates a little bit. So um, hopefully we see her in the parade too as well. Um, it kind of be cool to have a mix in kind of thing, go one or the other, but 
we'll see what they do with it. Um, the new Yoda Legacy lightsaber hilt is a set is available on Shop Disney for two forty nine ninety nine. If you're going to spend that much on a lightsaber, please go to um, Saber Forge or something like that. They have cooler ones for for cheaper. So, um, or build your own. Um, a magic happens parade float replicated entirely in Lego bricks for Disney 100 celebration. I've been seeing a lot of the stuff like this where they're yeah. like doing a lot of special things for different type of stuff. I'm sure we'll get an electrical parade thing for the Disney 100 eventually. So we'll see. Uh, Figment little golden book debuting in January 2024 for 5 dollars I will be buying that um, even though they're not worth what they used to be worth. Um, my son has a ton. My mom I don't know where she went to like Santa Cruz. I think there's a cool store in the Santa Cruz mall and Capitola mall. They have the used books. You've been there before. I've been to the one, um, uh, downtown Santa Cruz. Okay. So they have one in Capitola mall and it's right by this jump play place place. Like that has a bunch of bounce houses and stuff. So oh, my yeah. kid wanted to go there for that and they were closed. We got lucky. I didn't want to go. But we went to like the little fun center down the down the hallway where they could like play with kinetic sand and build stuff. And then we walked oh, by yeah. and I'm like, "There's a book, and you you can get like six bucks six books for like a dollar." And like cheap, we, yeah. we bought a bunch of books. And my 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 son has a ton of the golden little golden books. What I will tell you is, if your kid is under under the age of five and can't read, don't get them little golden books because they're the longest books. In the history of books, it tells those books are super thin. It tells you the whole story, the right. whole story. Yep. So yeah, there's a lot packed in there. Oh, so much. The little the ugly duckling. I have the ugly duckling one from when I was a kid. How much of a story is there about the ugly duckling? It's right. paragraphs, paragraphs. I begged him to stop opening the thin ones. My mom gave them to him for Christmas, but that didn't work. <laughs> um. Josh tomorrow teases an aggressive theme park expansion for Magic Kingdom and Disneyland Beyond the Berms. So there's been a bunch of speculation. Um, I know Tim's probably seen like the overhead shots of Magic Kingdom and Disneyland where they're showing like, look, because there's a building there doesn't mean anything. And that's true because a lot of the stuff around Disney is these wonky shopping mall type things or hotels. The hotels are obviously going to stay. But those shopping mall things, they have enough money to buy those out and put whatever they want there. Right. Well, they already did bought, you know, bought the one hotel there that they're going to do for the Eastern Gateway. But then that didn't, um, yep. you know, come to fruition. And then even on their own property on the back where they did um, the Batuks, um expansion back there or put that uh, land back there. You know, that's where they used to keep the horses and uh you know, different storage buildings. Big Thunder and, Ranch. And actually, I found out after the fact, though, all the maintenance guys loved it because they all got brand new shops. Oh, they were, yeah. They were stoked. Because they had to move them. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, whatnot uh, on that. So even though there is, oh, hey, that's a maintenance shop, that doesn't mean anything. Nope. It doesn't mean anything at all, even Nothing. on their property. Like you said, you know, even a, a land that was there, you know, the barbecue place gone, you know, the, uh, the, the uh, stables where they kept all the horses, not only for the Big Thunder Ranch back there, but even for the Main Street horses used to be there yep. on site. And now they're um, off site, which is even better for them because that's well, they had that site already and then they would just bring yes. it in, you know, 
for a couple mm-hmm. days at a time. But right. now they all go back um, out, out there. So even though there's a building there, uh, you know, behind the scenes doesn't mean anything. And like you said, even across the street or whatnot, if they want it, they'll buy it. Um, just just so they, they can. And they especially the Disneyland the city, because they're landlocked. And the city council is back in their favor in a Disneyland. So. Right. Yeah. And Disneyland's been out hitting the streets. And Disney is not interested in regional park expansion, says park chairman Josh tomorrow. So we have no hopes of a park going in Texas as of right. now. Right. And that, yeah. And that was a direct response to that. To that one. Yeah. Um, now with Disneyland Resort, Disney Resorts abroad, Hong Kong, Disneyland is returning to six or seven days per week operation in June. I didn't, I didn't even know, know they, they were, were. No, I didn't yeah. know. I thought they were fully open. Well, good thing you didn't plan a trip over there. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Maybe if they have a kind of similar thing as like our Great America out here, like they have peak seasons and then they don't open as much. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Um, who knows? Could be. Uh, Toshio Kagami is retiring as Oriental Land Co. CEO Yamiko Takano is taking over. For those that don't know, um, Oriental Land Company is actually who owns the rights or owns the theme parks. I think in Shanghai Disney, Tokyo Disney, Tokyo Disney at Sea, all those are owned by Oriental Land Company who lease the rights for Disney products through Disney. Um, I know it's kind of confusing but yeah basically that's how they got the park over there right how they were able to get a park over there yes so they basically have to pay like royalties it's almost like a franchise kind of thing um right which i think or and oriental lanco has tried to do their own theme park type thingy they're like one of the number one ones i believe of like abandoned theme parks in china is oriental lanco just that the disney the disney moniker just draws people in so Mm -hmm. um Disneyland Paris Union to hold a cast member strike tomorrow, which would be what today is the 31st. Well, so I don't know if that is like tomorrow as in like tomorrow as we record this or if it was. Yeah, no, they already. Oh, we already had, had it. Yeah. Yeah, because we were to uh, to. But they are planning to hold another one, I think, um, here in the next week or so. So it was. I mean, they saw they saw Tuesday, how it worked for the ones at Disneyland and Disney World. So I mean, why wouldn't you do the same thing if you wanted to get more pay? Yeah, and this one they like had to close down some of the park um, because they came and well, that's where they striked at. So they had to avert crowds from over mm-hmm. there from those areas. So and as that as that happens, World of Frozen opening at Hong Kong Disneyland in November 2023. So Tim, let's go to Hong Kong. Right? Yeah, let's do it. Um, If nobody goes, because they think they're on strike, it could be the perfect time to go. No, but that's in Hong Kong, not in Paris. Yeah, same style. Same thing. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Light of Sword, and Bubble Wand available at Disneyland Paris. So they're still making their money. So Right. um, So this this is crazy. So, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is closing permanently in September. And I think um, what, all of this happened the day after we recorded last time. I yep, think so. Yep. Yep. Right after um, the final voyage has already been sold out. Um, it's completely sold out the rest of the time. Um, it will not offer discounts once bookings will. So, the bookings resume. They didn't offer discounts. 
and then guests um, will they, they allowed guests with canceled voyages to receive fifty percent off earlier dates. So if they had a date after September, they'd allow them to cheap cheaper. Um, it's just crazy. It's crazy. And here's what's crazy. Here's, here's the interesting thing, though. One thing that was weird is the way that the person talked about it was like this is almost like a. It was like an experiment because yep. it was it was surprisingly not very many rooms. So I was like, mm-hmm. are they planning like a whole like you could basically live in, or stay in Batu? Like you go on a trip to Batu right. and Just you stay in Batu. Yeah. But like a new campus, not be Batu there like somewhere right. else. Right. That's what I'm thinking was it was an experiment. And as we've you know seen is like they can. You know, they can they can do what they want. And I don't know what they're going to do with it there. They'll probably just turn it into a regular hotel. They'll probably revamp the inside. And right. Well, and it's finally all the memes are like, oh, there's a Spirit Hollywood uh, yeah. Halloween store already going up there. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That, that was pretty like, funny. I saw well, that. And, and what they were saying, too, is is it's basically going to be a write-off as well yep. because of how long it was open for and this, that, and, and the they other. know what they're doing. Mm. They know what they're doing. So yeah, they'll it's... probably refurbish it up until uh, next year, and then reopen it as a different hotel. Something maybe turning into right. offices. Who knows? Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, the thing is, is I think it would have done well. It just the price point was way yeah. too much. Way too much. Way too much. Because I'm like, unless you're a diehard Star Wars fan, the, who, who's going to spend that money on it? Right, exactly, and have that strict of a schedule. Yep. To stay and as limit and as limited access. And limited access. Yep. And you really don't get that much from it. Like people were thinking, oh, hey, those new lightsabers. Oh, yeah, you could get those on that. No, you don't get that. They showed the one in it. You don't even get to use that on your fighting ones because they're not made to fight. Right. Fight. Yeah. So. Also, yeah. another one not made to ha- fight fight with is if you get the Master Yoda Legacy lightsaber hilt, is also available at Hollywood Studios for two twenty nine. Wait, wait a second, it's two twenty nine at Hollywood Studios, but it's two. How much is it? Wait, well, hold on. Two forty nine. It's the same one. Well, I don't know. So this one says hilt set, and then this one says just the hilt. So I don't know. If you get a little bit more on the Shop Disney one or what what it is. Hmm. It might be a little bit different. Oh, I'll you know out. what? Yeah. This one has, it has a, so it includes a hilt, a stand, and a lightsaber blade. So I wonder okay, if the other so the, one is. The, the one at all his videos is going to be just the lightsaber hilt. Is just that the hilt. Sense. And it might not have as much. Well, I guess it should have the same amount of detailing on it. It'll be the same amount of detailing, but that blade itself is probably twenty bucks. It's probably a display blade and not a fighting blade, so it's not crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think yeah, one of them is kind of well is made to display, and the other one is is not. Yep. Um, this one was not a shocker, but kind of a shocker. So um, part. Chairman Josh Demaro cites changing business decisions as Disney cancels 
the entire Lake Nona campus. That was going to be the Disney Imagineering relocation. And I feel bad for every person I saw on TikTok who quit their job because they didn't want to move to Florida. And there was no reason for them to quit their job. Yep. Quit, retired early, got different jobs, whatever it is. So, and I know they said that some of the ones that they did that did move over there and that they were helping them if they wanted to, well, to move back to have a job. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's good on them because, well, they help you, you to move over there and then they're going to help you to move back. But still, that's time that you're not going to get back. And especially yeah. going from coast to coast, it's not like, oh, we're just going a couple states over. I mean, you're literally going from west coast to east coast now coming back to west yeah um josh tomorrow also detailed the park performance in a 17 billion dollar in florida investments over the next decade um we've talked a lot about them trying to expand and make it bigger it's just normal process for them over there um uh fire breathing effect returns to maleficent dragon in festival fantasy parade that burned down how long ago uh before COVID, i think before COVID, it caught on fire in downtown yeah yeah came around yeah, the it corner the, it was in the middle of the parade yeah it, it did the same exact thing that it did at the, the disneyland one <laughs> it definitely yep. did so yeah pretty much um roundup rodeo barbecue and toy story land retires giant pencils following repeated guest theft Way to go, Florida. Screwing so it up so you can't have anything nice. Same thing with Batu. They had the the sporks and utensils there, and that's what you use to eat. And then people were stealing them, so then they took them away. And then they brought them back that you could buy. So, you know, the thing that stinks is, you know, back in the day when me and you went, this was never really a problem because people wouldn't steal them as much as they do now. Because now it's, you know, you can put on TikTok or this or that or the other TikTok, um, eBay, you name it. Right, exactly. And now it's the nice thing is, is that they, you know, because the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue isn't that old, so I'm glad that they brought them. You know, had something there, but obviously it didn't last that long because of theft. So don't get mad when there's when you don't get anything like that. Um, you know, as being a guest, talk to your fellow guests uh, and don't have them steal it, and they'll bring more stuff back. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Um, Walt Disney World was awarded for glass pulverizing and recycling efforts. We all know that they're like state of the art on all that stuff, so it's it's not a, a surprise when they, you know, it, it whenever they get an award like this, it's never a surprise because. They have the best people on us. The Imagineers were there for. So um, we did get the Disney World annual pass holders are getting a figment um, magnet for annual pass holders in Epcot, which, yeah, is right cool. now. Yeah, you're going to be there for a while. Um, my Disney experience is now asking for seating preference when checking in for dining reservations. That's amazing. That's a big one for me because whenever we go there, they're like, would you like a booth? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, at least. Well, and the thing is, is if you put that um, 
you know, your preference when you make your reservation is when you get there, it's not like, oh, do you want a booth or a table or do you want inside, outside, whatever it is. And it's like Blue Bayou, everyone wants a um, table by the water. Well, now when you get there, it's like, oh, you know, here's your reservation. I like a table by the water. Oh, it's going to be, you know, 20, 30 minute wait. Where now it's, oh, hey, table by the water. Boom, here you go. We got one for you waiting because we know you wanted a table by the water. Yeah. So that makes me happy. That makes me happy. They're doing that because then you kind of get what you want. Um, Walt Disney World cast members are receiving uh, exclusive digital content this summer. So good for them. Yeah. They'll probably share with everybody else. Uh, Walt Disney World 2024 vacation bookings have reopened after experiencing downtime. You know, I know they like to make sure everything kind of cleans up. And I know this is they have been changing the pass system for um, uh, being able to switch your stuff. That probably has an effect on the system for that as well. So, right. Um, an annual pass holder lounge opens at Epcot for a limited time. Disneyland already has one. So it's kind of about time they got one over there. Uh, probably where you're going to get the figment uh, annual pass holder yeah, magnet as well. Magnet, yep. Uh, Walt Disney Resort reports four medical incidents in quarter one of 2023. Oh, got to beat, got to beat uh, <laughs> Universal Studios. And I want to know what medical incidents are. You know, if somebody gets a fight and gets a bloody nose, is that considered a medical incident? Or is I, it like, I hey, so. I got off a ride and have chest pains and that. But you know that, um, do you know that they manipulate the term of on property like they make sure that right. things don't always happen there right no it's exactly um yeah first one was 75 year old cardiac symptoms while exiting pirates um late february pre-existing condition kind of stroke like symptoms a couple weeks later rise resistance 72 felt disoriented after exiting and six seven female entering radio vehicle series news Oh, fell while entering a ride vehicle at Sea and was fracturing her leg. Dang. So that's pretty serious. Yep. No, uh, ex- exactly. So. Yeah. Um, this one, this one is weird. Um, a guest reportedly gets their foot jammed between boat and unload platform, leading to an emergency hole being cut in the Navi River journey ride at Disney's Animal Kingdom. That's just a weird one, to be 100% honest. Yeah. Um, Typical Florida. Two people have been banned from Walt Disney World after fighting in front of Magic Kingdom train station. Way to go. And then... Isn't that the one where it had the guy that was bloody on his face? They showed the pictures? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's the one where the guy asked him to move. Right. And the guy flew off the handle and just started punching him. Um. Cast member and California woman battle over seating aboard Magic Kingdom's People Mover attraction. Way to go, Californian, ruining it up in Disney World. Right. Um, well, the nice thing is, is thank you for taking that over to, I mean, I'm sorry, Connor, for saying it, but over to Disney World and not doing it at Disneyland. At least you saved a couple cast members uh, the hassle of dealing with you in your home state or the state that you were from. Yeah, just embarrasses over there, not over here. Right, exactly. Um, 
this one is funny. So we're going to the Disneyland pile. And this one makes me laugh because. So Tim and I were discussing it and the they said that. Splash Mountain was closing on May 31st. So what does that mean to everybody? You know, closing on May 31st to me means the 31st is closing. I'll ask my wife real quick who walked by me. Well, hold on, hold on. What do you think it means? But don't say closing on, saying closed on May 31st. Splash Mountain is closed on May 31st. What do you think it means when you say Splash Mountain is closed on May 31st? When would be the last day you could write it? She's making she's a joke right pants. now. She's being a smarty pants that's going to stay open another week. But when it says closed on on May 31st, I would think it would be open May 31st. But it's you not. I think it would be open May 31st. Yep. Well, she just said it out loud. No, it's closed. So there we go. Um, so it was the last day yesterday, May 30th. Um, and it was up to a four-hour wait on the last day. And it has already been removed. And from the map, Tiana's Bayou Adventures already out of the map. And Tim had an awesome point that before it was even closed yesterday, they already had the tight Tiana's Bayou Adventure uh, audio added to the Disneyland Railroad narration because you do pass by it when you go through. Yep. Um, Both the railroad and the uh, the riverboat uh, boats on. Yeah. Yep. So, so it, it was funny because I was checking just periodically throughout the day and I basically on average, it was a good uh, three and a half hour wait pretty much all day. And there was, you know, then you go on Twitter, went on Facebook and some of these um, bloggers and it was, you know four hours and they even close mm-hmm. it because normally if you like the park closed at 11 so if you get in line at 10 59 no matter how long the wait is whether it's a walk-on or three hours they will you know they'll let you on it but as soon as it hits 11 o'clock there'll be somebody there nope sorry you know park's closed find somewhere else well i guess on this at like I can't remember if it was like 9.45, 10 o'clock that they had already shut the line down because it was still a three and a half hour wait. So you're not getting out of the park until, what, close to one, two in the morning. So then that means yep. like the cast members have to be there. Security has to be there um, or extra security has to be there because when you walk out, and especially with it being in that back corner of the park, you walk straight out. It's not like, oh, hey, let's go down over here. Nope. They got a security guard on every single area where you could stray from the beaten path standing there um, on it. And then once that ride is down, then they got the, you know, those closing cast members have to go through the ride and close it down. So it's not like, hey, the last log dropped or came in at two o'clock. Oh, we're done at two o'clock. It's like, no, they were probably done like around two thirty, two forty-five. Yeah. So, so I'm sure they I mean, planned for it, but it was very interesting that they closed down the line that early yeah but you probably want to think too is i I don't know how people react to like well and the thing is is it once it gets to 10 30 that line could go from four hours to five hours like that because everyone the whole park will be lined up there so you know you gotta yeah and and that's you gotta do that's also the problem too is is um 
I don't think they want to deal with just the ruckus amount of people that are just going through because right. that's what's going to end up happening. People are right. going to be doing dumb stuff because that's usually what happens. Right. And then you know what? They're going to try and clear it out. Check something. Disneyland Mountain Water eBay. Thousand dollars. Oh, thousand no, dollars. No, that's Walt Disney World. Let's see what we got for Disneyland. Disneyland, twenty-five bucks. Seventeen bucks. Twenty-five bucks. Forty bucks. Ziploc bag for thirty-three dollars. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. Um... I would never buy the water. I just think it's hilarious. If someone wants to make money that way and someone buys it, hey. Yeah. yeah. There you go. But there was yeah. a cool picture of uh, Tony Baxter there writing it, and he had two little vials of the water, which makes sense. He's the one that created it. So, Right. That one does which, make sense. He's not going yeah. to sell it. He's, he's keeping it. Especially uh, with that. Uh, well, no. Is there other... Yes, we're the only Splash Mountains like nope. Song of the South no. Splash Mountain. No, there's also I believe Paris has one, and it's and it's um another park has a, has a Splash Mountain, and they said they're going to refuse they refuse to change it. Remember that was like a, a clickbait article about them not changing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. So, um, one thing is this kind of um different for california uh wise while they do have plans for expansion and everything in disney world they already own 95 percent of the land that's around the parks and everything so they don't have to really get approval from nobody you know there might be some environmental-esque type stuff well they have to get they have to get approval zoning approval zoning correct But, yeah, you know, because it could be they, zoned for a hotel and they want to put a Disney or a, a well, usually park it's the there. swamp, the swamp land. And what they do is they say, well, we'll preserve this many acres if you yep. let us do it. People don't realize all the parks in Disney World fit into um, Animal Kingdom. All of them would fit inside of Animal Kingdom. Yes. So it's not very much land that gets taken up. Um, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so but Disneyland Forward expansion project has been pitched to a local business leaders' vision of the next three decades, and what that is is basically their ideas for expanding. Right, exactly, and this is what they you know they pitched it. Oh, was that? I don't think it was at D twenty three. I think maybe D twenty three a couple of years ago or whatnot, but of you know expanding the park not adding a third gate but expanding both disneyland and california adventures to more so wrap around um over by the hotels the disneyland hotel yep and then putting a um almost disney s or disney springs-esque um type uh area over at the toy story land parking lot and with that, that's basically directly across the street from the convention center. So you get traffic not only from Disney itself, and Disney would keep the downtown district as well, but you would get foot traffic from obviously Disneyland or the Disney Resort and then from the convention center as well, because it's, like I said, d- directly across the street from it. 
So, mm-hmm. but on doing that, they can't just do it because it's only zoned for a parking lot, not zoned for entertainment. And then, you know, the stuff over by the hotels is zoned for a hotel only. So they have to get it rezoned to put um, theme park there. So that's what they're doing now. And they've hold local meetings around um, the greater Anaheim area. Hey, come out, get a little pop-up tent type deal have some uh, some donuts and coffee and chat with the um, cast members that are there. And those cast members are, from what I heard on a couple blogs that uh, guys that went over there are very knowledgeable about it. And even like they'd ask specific questions and they would give PR answers like, I know what you're trying to get at here, but I'm not going to answer it. And here's my answer for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of wink, wink with the, with the grin on their face. So they're like, oh, okay, I get, I, I see what's going on here. So, which is nice, um, that they're doing that. Not that they wouldn't do it before, but they didn't have a favorable city council. So they're pitching it. It's good. And I, you know, even, um, Ken Potrock, the Disneyland president at, um, they held a conference at the California spa and had the local business leaders there and he spoke at it um, as well. So they're really, the nice thing is, is even though it's going to be the next three decades, 30 years is that they're getting it done right now, as far as getting the zoning done. So it's a serious project and it's not something, Oh, we'll pitch this right now. We got 30 years. Oh, in, 15 20 years then we'll kind of circle back around to it where they're doing it now yeah so we'll so, see how it ends up going you never know right. it might um change from here yeah. to there but they right. do have a plan as long as they get that and, zoning that's the big but they thing also right usually are pretty close um they usually are pretty close to what they predict what they think right. is gonna happen so right um this pixar Place hotel transformation to be completed this winter, which it didn't look like they had much left to go. Mm-hmm. When I saw it last, um, we did get new concept art release and great maple restaurant announced for Disney's Pixar Place Hotel at Disneyland Resort, which is expected to have a lot of stuff. The lobby opened at Disney's Pixar Place Hotel at Disneyland Resort. Um, and then also the downtown Disney downtown Disney District transformation to conclude over the next 18 months at Disneyland Resort. Made a lot of changes with all the stuff getting removed, added, right. uh, removed, added, and and it's uh, and they're vertical now. It's not just a lot of dirt. It's actually yeah. it's going vertical. Um, Fantastic is going to be closed through at least Labor Day at Disneyland, and Disney will add new magic to the show, which makes me think no more fire. So. It's probably going to be drone or water related. So we'll see what happens. Um, We um, more of Adventureland Treehouse revealed the scaffolding comes down at Disneyland, which we're waiting for that. Um, And then the water wheel and crows has been installed at Adventureland Treehouse in Disneyland, which that was already there before. Yep. They removed it. Yeah, they took it down so they could. Yep. Now it's back up. Um, Oogie Boogie Bash 2023 dates and pricing has been announced. Check it before you wreck it. Um, Mm -hmm. You'll be upset when you don't get it. You're going to want it. Uh, Steamboat Willie's Splash Pad is coming soon to the Villas Disneyland Hotel, which is awesome. And they could do so much with that idea. So I'm kind of excited about that. 
And um, the Villas of Disneyland Hotel Preview Center opens. Tower named revealed as Discovery Tower, which that just tells me they're going to be doing a bunch more stuff with the tower designs of hotels around that area. Um, Soaring Around the World has added a single rider line at Disney's California Adventure, which is shocking because I always thought they had one, but I guess they didn't. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and it's weird because sometimes they have it, sometimes they don't. They test it out, then they don't. Which I would think on something like that, you would want to fill as many butts in those seats as you can. And I know sometimes right. it could be hard because, you know, you're only limited across for a certain amount. But then if you, you know, <coughs> um, you know, say you're short two people, but there's no group of two or three or whatever it is, just fill it in. If you got singles, hey, give me two singles over here, whatever it is, however it works out. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and I do know that, like, that's why Cars Ride is the best one for single rider because most people are even number families because most of the rides are even numbers. So when you go right. into a car, they'll either go <laughs> and three, it's three one, and three, three and three. Yeah. So it's literally, unless yep. you have six people, you're going to need a single rider. So, right. Yeah. Because um, if you're four, you go two and two and you get two yeah. seats. Um, Ride vehicles back on track at Matterhorn Bobsleds in Disneyland. I know they had dismantled a bunch of stuff there. So, and last but not least, Disney Pride 2023 collection, including spirit jersey, ears, pins, and more, are available at Disneyland Resort. I foresee there's going to be a lot more stuff popping up just because, um, like a lot of a lot of it comes kind of out of nowhere. People will complain about the shirts, complain about this, complain about that. So look for it soon because um, I do really appreciate the different designs. Because that's what I think I like about it too is, you know, they could be lazy and do the the typical thing of, oh hey look it's Gay Pride or Disney Pride. Uh, let's uh, change everything we have to rainbow. Don't come up with a new new design. Don't come up with new ears. Don't try and do anything cool. Let's just put everything as a rainbow, which most MLB and NHL, all these different sports teams, that's all they do is they change the logo to a rainbow. Um, and I think they take really good effort in making Disney-specific stuff for the collection. So it's actually the spirit jersey is unique to that one. While most spirit jerseys look alike, there is a slight difference in this one for Pride. Same with the ears, same with the pins. So it is good on Disney because they do make sure they're not just, you know, paying lip service. They're actually, you know, doing their best to actually make something for these people. So right. you know, yeah. you're not going to want to be looking at it and go, Ooh. you know, like I didn't, I really still don't like the 100 anniversary ears. I think they look absolutely like horrible but you know i'm not gonna say anything about it because look i'm not the one it's for it's for someone else so if somebody else really enjoys it they can enjoy it i have no problem with that so i am uh i'm excited to see what they come up with you know because they usually have some sort of like almost like reveal and usually it's what it is is you see a bunch of people um doing like the photo shoots and then everyone on social media starts posting, oh, hey, look, they, they have the new stuff out. So, yeah. Right. It's pretty cool. Yep. 
So that's all we got for you tonight. Um, I want to thank everyone who always listens. Thank you for letting us take a week off because, you know, we needed a little bit of a break. Um, And we do appreciate every single one of you guys for listening. So, uh, again, thank you guys all um, for the FOMO cast. I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.